Hello, and welcome to Existence is Futile, a TNG podcast. We'll be watching and discussing all seven seasons of Star Trek The Next Generation in order. I'm Heal Mary. And I'm Gooey Fame. And this is episode 24. Here's Brayton with an episode recap. Star Trek The Next Generation, Season 1, Episode 24, Conspiracy. After Captain Picard receives a dark warning from an old friend, the Enterprise-D returns to Earth to stop an alien invasion from taking over Starfleet Command. Thank you, Brayton, and thank you, Memory Alpha. You can check out Brayton's podcast, Teenage Dirtbags, on iTunes and at TeenageDirtbags.co. So did you see why I told you not to look at the thumbnail for the episode? No, wait, what's the thumbnail? Uh, here. Where was it? Do you have it up? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want to spoil that moment. Major spoiler. Okay. But we'll, we can rewind here. So, conspiracy. Yes. Their episode starts, totally different thing, like like they've been doing. They're going to Pacifica. Right. Aptly named planet, a, a I guess. A planet that's like all oceans. Yeah. And Data's saying, uh, oh, because Troy wants to go for a moonlight swim. Yes, yeah. And Data's like, you know, you can just do that, like, on the ship. This is a surprisingly good, uh, like, Data episode this was a good data episode even though that's not what it was about no because yeah he says it's like it's data like doing doing a job in the way that only he could do but then it's also a lot of like kind of making fun of data there's a lot of it yeah like it's all pretty trolling him a little bit yeah it's not none of it's too like invasive to the episode like i think they've done before it's it's just like kind of lighthearted. yeah yeah, like you said, he's like, oh, you can, can't you swim on the holodeck? But, you know, Troy's like, it's just not the same. Right. Which I think we've, I don't know if they talked about that, too, with, like, replicated food and stuff. But I think that's a thing that comes up a lot. Oh. Like, the food and the holodeck, it's good, but it's just not quite the same. It's probably, like, when you eat, if you don't eat candy for a long time and then you eat candy again and you're like, wow, this doesn't taste like food at all. Oh, sure. Like you can taste all the like processed sugar and whatever. So, yeah, I wonder if you can tell something that's been replicated versus something that's been home cooked. Is it like when you try like seitan for the first time? Yeah. That's what people say about that stuff. Like, oh, it's not the same. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Um. But one one thing I noticed during this part is like it's this has been like maybe coming up a lot lately, but it's like they're always looking for some like rest and relaxation. Yeah, that that's usually where they're on their way to relax, like all the time. And then it's like And they, they never don't get, get to. to. <laughs> maybe that's why they're always trying to go somewhere to relax, but then they always get interrupted so it never actually happens. Yeah, I wanna I wanna see the Pacifica episode. They like jinx it. Yeah, like Wesley nearly gets uh uh executed yeah like that's the closest they came probably um alongside the the moonlight swim thing there before that even like they 
like we see data and Jordy and like Jordy tells data that joke. Do you remember this? Right. We hear like the punchline. Right. We don't get to hear the whole setup. But data like gets the joke. He explains the joke. Yeah. While we were watching this scene, Paul kept looking at me because it's uh, basically somebody telling me a joke. Okay. But d- you don't laugh like a like a like, That's weirdo. Hilarious. No, <laughs> like, I <laughs> I've at least perfected my laugh reaction better than Data. And then he also responds to the the moonlight swim line of saying, "You can swim in the moonlight." <laughs> so you know, there's Data jokes aplenty. Uh, I like when they also say to Worf, how about, how about you? Do you remember that? Yeah, and Worf says, it's too much like bathing. <laughs> so Worf doesn't like, you know, he doesn't like some... Look, Worf is not about that self-care. Although, he's always looking pretty put together, though. He probably works out a bunch. He works out, but I mean, like, he's always got his hair cut. Like, I think his brows are always looking pretty good. Yeah, well, that, make, that makes me think of, like, because he's got that, like military ethos right yeah so he's he basically has like i think that's like the klingon equivalent of like a buzz cut right right but the remember the other klingons all have long wavy hair Ooh, okay so i think it's more of a starfleet thing oh even yeah. though everyone does because deanna will have like more intricate hairstyles she's always got like gems in her hair and stuff but it's like more of a she still looks like really put together. Yeah. Beverly usually has her hair down, but it's still always like done. No one's got like a messy top knot or something. Like everyone looks professional all right. the time. So it's maybe that's a Starfleet look. Yeah. But like, do you think Worf smells though? No. No? But he doesn't like bathing. Oh. What What if he smells like Axe body that's spray? That's true. I feel like he I feel like he has probably, if he doesn't like bathing, he's probably eventually been told, like, hey, you got to bathe. It's like part of his just like, this is how I get ready for work. (laughs) Yeah, like he like he doesn't want to go swimming because he already has to bathe enough. Yeah, he's like, it's enough. I I like the idea of maybe that's like a Klingon thing where like they're not into bathing. And that's just one of those things that Worf is like, oh, but what I want to be like a Klingon. I, right. I want to be free. <laughs> free to smell. What do you. How do you think people bathe on the ship? Well, we did see in um, Naked Now, someone was oh, showering. A bunch of people died in the shower. They're yeah. like in their clothes in the shower. So they have showers. And it wasn't like I feel like it'd be some kind of futuristic like mist shower right where it's like yeah it it, it because they're on like the ship they like they have what to are they just water. using water yeah yeah i would assume right i don't think they have an unlimited water supply no i like, don't know shower, they can just make toilet, food right? we need to see a bathroom yeah we need to know what they're working with we need a bathroom app please <laughs> so that's all the fun and games we have really in the beginning because then we get right into the the heavy stuff right we got the we get right into the x-files vibes well we do i guess like in the start beginning part here we see we also get while it's ramping up we get picard in his little 
bedtime robe. Oh, and sexy PJs. <laughs> that is a deep V. It like practically goes down to his belly button. That's iconic. I think that shows up a lot in the series. Those jammies? Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets FaceTimed by Riker, like while he's in bed, mm-hmm. which was kind of like, why does that screen like face your bed? <laughs> like you'd think it'd be somewhere else in his quarters, like by a desk or something. Well, that, yeah, I think we talked about it a little bit before with how they have like the communicators and they're always on them and like, right. and they have the screens everywhere. Like, Wait, and did we talk about how it's probably listening to them in the same way that our phones are listening to us? Like the computer must be okay. Like I've heard how like an Alexa or whatever works is that it just records everything. Yeah. But then it specifically tunes right. in when you talk to it. So do you think the computer is like the same? Well, way? yeah, yeah. I, I'm not sure. Uh, like I feel like that has to have been something that like they they got over because it doesn't seem like they live in a like big brother like the. Because there's no there right. there's no corporation, so there's like it seems like all this is overseen by Starfleet, right? And it doesn't seem like they don't have a vibe of like Starfleet spying on everyone. And he didn't even answer the call. The call just immediately popped up. Like, what if he was like changing his clothes or something? Well, didn't he say like, or hey, doing something? Put private. it on. Send it in. Oh, did or he something? say? Did he? Did he talk to the computer? Maybe yeah. he did. I think he was like, yeah, patch it in or whatever they say. Okay. And but uh, he got up, he got a glass of water. It was very good. Like, I just woke up. Yeah, set the but scene. But now I have to work. It was like, and it, yeah, it's like, this is abrupt interference. So it was uh, a code 47. Which it means only the captain can see it. Secret message. And we meet Captain Walker, right? Is right. They're old friends. They're, yeah. So we're meeting more of Picard's old captain friends because another, well, a, a different, though, we get. Admiral we see back Quinn. Later. Yeah. And yeah, this is uh, Walker. Oh, what's Walker's last name? Oh, it's not Walker. That's. No, that's his first name. Oh, okay. My bad. Oh. Walker Keel. Walker Keel. Okay. And Walker Keel also knows Beverly uh, and her former husband, Jack Crusher. Yeah. He introduced them. So they seem like maybe they used to be like a tight group. Yeah. Just, that's cool to like get a little bit of that. Yeah. But he says there's something fishy going on in Starfleet, something creepy, right. maybe a conspiracy. This goes back to like what we thought maybe Quinn was talking about in the one episode. Yeah. Though we were un- we were unsure if that was something that was for real or if that was just like It does it does make a lot of references to that episode. Yeah. So maybe maybe that was actually cuz it seemed like they went back on it in that episode and you know where he was like, "Ah, right. I was just saying that." Because I wanted to just like, but it—it's also well. First of all, it it emphasizes like how good uh, the Enterprise crew is at their jobs uh-huh. because the all these other top people they didn't figure out what was going on, mm. so they thought something was happening mm. way back then. They kind of investigated Picard, yeah, but then nothing really happened. They didn't really find anything out, and then later on, Quinn ends up being infected he's the one who is initiating the investigation yeah and then he actually gets like caught up in it i think the enterprise not not to diss them but they also had the advantage of like it seemed like maybe they were like the last target 
Right, right, right. Because later we see data, you know, he goes through all the data and talks about how, like, the moves the aliens were making were all subtle and unnoticeable and it seemed like Mm -hmm. maybe they saved, like, the flagship for last, you know? Right, and it was, they, he did it by analyzing all of the decisions they had made and that's what they were investigating Picard for. Yeah. They were reviewing all of the decisions he had made to see if they were unusual somehow. Mm. But they didn't oh. have data. That, oh, Picard, I like what you're putting together. Picard here. is even like, he's like, Data, I have a special job for you specifically. And then like Data analyzes all the information. And we'll like get to that scene because that's also like a really amazing scene. Yeah, yeah. But Data like analyzes all the information. And then like he's like, yeah, here's here's what I think is going on. But they just didn't have that. They didn't get to that conclusion. So was da- Data was... The key element here. Yeah. Like he okay. figured out. He figured out what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, you know, sometimes I feel like the com- could the computer, the computer must not have been able to figure that out. They didn't ask the computer. They should. I know. Right. The computer seems underutilized. So Walker wants to meet on Ditalics B, it says. Okay. Which um, and then he get he has there's this moment where he's like don't trust anyone which always is that that i felt like is pulled from some of those old like political thrillers like there's always like the moment in the first act where it's like things are not as they seem like don't trust anyone trust no one and oh it sets like a cool mood because then you're like oh you're always like which character you know yeah. It, it felt like they were trying to do one of those as an episode. Right. Which I felt was like a noble. Uh, they did a. It was a fun uh, attempt at that. So. Yeah. Uh, they head down to Ditalics B and. Uh, Into this like red cave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that has like some kind of conference room table set up in it. That So that looked pretty awesome, I thought, actually. Yeah. Uh, like a creepy red light set. Oh, that's definitely going on Instagram. Oh yeah, that's that's a like very moody. Yeah, I liked I like this moment where like all the captains come out, mm-hmm. and it, and it's like they kind of pop out one at a time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very well staged, very like play like. Um, and Walker, this reminded me of in Arsenal of Freedom where, uh. Riker was trying to figure out if his friend was actually his friend, like right, Walker. Right, right, right. It's like the reverse where Picard is being questioned. Yeah, and it was just a good bit of like dialogue exchange where like some of the questions were like trick questions, you know? Right. I can't remember him specifically, but it was like he's so he's talking about how they met. Oh, because the, later on they say that um, the weakness of. So at this point, they don't know that they've been taken over by, like, a parasite. Yeah. But so the weakness of the humans who have been infected is that they don't have, like, long-term memory. Right. They so don't. he's asking all these, like, questions and then trying to, like, trip up Picard. Like, oh, like, how's Beverly? Or, like, how? tell me about the place where we first met. And, like, and you introduced Beverly and her husband, right? And Picard's, like, you introduced them. Yeah. So it's and cool. so it's all these like little details. It was like, yeah, it was like some character building, but still like tense moment. Right. Very good. I, I thought while Picard's down there, the whole crew is like uneasy and he's like told them like, we're not 
telling Pacifica we've left. Like, no. Oh, because uh, they don't know anything yet. Yeah. They know that Picard got a secret message and I'll, that they're they're not supposed to have any record of where they're actually going. Yeah. This that eventually ties into something that I was a little disappointed by in this episode, but okay. maybe we can we can get to that when we're talking about the the real stuff going on. But uh yeah, so they got the tricky personal questions. Um you know, they had to be sure you were really you. And then can I just once again, they're introducing all the other captains and there's like a female captain and they're kind of like uh, oh, Scott, Captain Scott. Yeah, Cap- Captain Scott. They're hyping her up like, oh, aren't you the the you had the fastest transition to like captain. But then yeah. also the guy touches her when he's introducing her. Oh, I didn't. I Every didn't time this. there's like a high ranking, high ranking like female there's uh, always some dude like touching their shoulder. Yeah. It's weird. That's topical, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Keep your hands to yourself. So the show, yeah, the show is like trying to be inclusive by having. Right. They're always like. But she's not even really a character. They're like, look, oh, everyone knows about this captain. And she like, w- like went really quickly up the ranks. But it's like you never actually hear anything about her. She's not a real character. It is that like. Like almost like token, like yeah, the show is progressive. You know, the, there's like except a that black they don't act, right. somewhere, yeah, somewhere that we don't actually build up at all. Yeah, but she seemed cool. Yeah, she seems cool. Uh, we m- there's Captain Ricks also who, um, Kayla pointed this actor out to me. Okay, do you know who it is? No. Um, we don't dive deep normally into trivia, but this okay. this seemed like a really oh, noteworthy person. Oh, is he the person. first? Uh, the first person who's like holding a phaser when Picard walks in. Yeah, he's like okay. he's got he's like, like the alien. most alien looking. Yeah, yeah, he so, did look familiar. So the actor who plays him, his name is Michael Berryman. Okay. Uh, so I I will probably botch this pronunciation, but he has uh or had I don't know if he's still alive because he's kind of old, but he has hypohydriotic ectodermal dysplasia okay so he he has like because of that he has like an interesting look look okay and because of that he's become like he was a very prolific character actor in a lot uh, of sci-fi okay. and horror okay okay and you may you may he was in one flew over the cuckoo's nest okay uh, for example but he's also if you remember the like iconic cover of the hills have eyes uh, that's like him on there oh okay so yeah he's yeah. played a lot of like you know he's like a guy who's like we'll put put some prosthetics on him and he'll play right. like an alien or like a monster you know you know it's cool it's cool that this guy has had such a long career and right, right, right. and stuff so but Kay- kayla pointed out because kayla used to go to like a lot of horror conventions which had sci-fi and horror stuff and i think has met him Okay. Kayla's met a lot of like different people who have played like probably who Kayla did probably didn't know because it was more for the horror, but it's probably played a lot of like characters on Star Trek too. Right, so right, right. it was exciting. Like, oh I know I've met that guy. So Nice. Um so yeah, Starfleet's finest, and then they're told about the conspiracy. Which is But they still all they know is that Yeah, what are the deets? Okay. <laughs> so like all of a sudden, somebody will just start making moving personnel around, mm-hmm. like in weird or like unusual ways. Yeah, and they they look the same. 
they kind of talk the same, but if you really have a conversation with them, like they don't have long term memory. Yeah. And it's clear that they're not really themselves. They say like they're something's like, different about them. They're like bluffing their way through conversations. Right. But so that's all they know at this point. Um, Walker has noticed it because he said his first officer started acting weird. Right. And he had the medical officer check him out. But the medical officer said he was fine. But he's like, I'm not sure if. Now the medical officer is acting weird. And this is also why they only want to talk to Picard. Yeah, because they he probably trusts Picard and he knows he can figure out if. Well, and because they don't want they don't want the ship. They don't know if his crew has already been infected. Yeah. So they're saying there are like a lot of unusual deaths happening of high ranking personnel. And they might be the last to be involved also because they're always in all these faraway places. Oh, so other people might be like interacting more. They're exploring like. Right, the whole into point the is that of... they're supposed to go to, like, uncharted places. Or... Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, he was saying, you know, the the Enterprise is probably going to be targeting next, and then Picard's heading off, you know, he's, like, just his friend, but it, it was an mm-hmm. uneasy moment still, like, it had that conspiracy thing where it's like, are these guys even telling the truth? Because they leave, and... He kind of ominously says, uh, tell Beverly I said hello. And then Michael Berryman's character is, goes, watch your back, Picard. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. what's going on? Um, but Picard is also kind of salty because, like, they pull phasers on him and they're questioning him. So he's a little bit, like, agitated yeah. throughout this episode, too. He's definitely grouchy because he has to deal with this. Yeah. But he does tell Troy in the next scene that he does trust right. Walker. Well, and he trusts Walker and he trusts Troy. That's the first person that he talks to on the Enterprise. Yeah. He, like, tells her what's going on first. Yeah, Which, this goes and back to... she's not into it. She's very much like, we should follow the rules. Yeah. Like, she's suspicious of them mm-hmm. because they're breaking protocol. Yeah. Which is cool. I kind of got both of their... Like, obviously, we, like, want to believe Picard because we yeah. we trust him and that he would know his friend. But we also, like, you know, I thought, like, yeah, and I get what Troy's going with. She's right. Well, and because you can't trust some of, like, Starfleet that shows up. Right. And then also because she's, that's kind of her job is to sort of argue with him. To, like, help him to think through situations. Yeah. So she she can't just agree with him all the time. So she's, like, you know, like, but they're breaking protocol. But so then he's thinking about, like, yeah, but they were, he was mentioning, uh, Walker was also mentioning a bunch of stuff from their past. Yeah. So clearly he's who he says he is. Right. So it's, like, helping Picard to, like, think through that. Yeah. So it's, like, we've talked about her role before, but, like. It's it's not like a I don't know, it's always there in a very fun way. Like you think of like yeah. the number one, like we think Riker should be the one in there, but it's but, like no, she's Yeah, and Riker is like cuz then when he does get brought in, he's like always more heated and he kind of has a temper. Yeah. Like he always he is always like kind of argumentative. Yeah. And so they he do have a different it. role whereas Troy is really like giving advice talking through something yeah but Riker's more like action like he wants to take action 
Right. Which makes sense because he usually has to go explore something in the place of Picard. Right, yeah. So exactly. he, it's like why he fits into his role, but also why he wouldn't be the first person you would talk to. Yeah. Because he's not like, he doesn't make the best plans necessarily. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. like He does like in the field. He's not the big picture guy. No. He's still learning that from, from Picard here. Yeah. Um, so Picard, he gives... This is where he gives Data the mission. And Data, like, straight up gets this little, like, smirk. This is another one of those Data moments in this one episode. Because it's a special mission just for Data. He yeah, gets Data, a job. He likes, he likes being special. Yeah. I was like, okay. They, they, Data's got emotions. Let's usually, because just... usually or often, Data's kind of feels sort of othered or left out. But then sometimes he's like highlighted as like, no, this is why it's good that you're different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they wouldn't even be able to do this mission without him. Yeah. So. So then Data's in research mode. Yes. And he has that moment with the computer, <laughs> right? The mo- the computer shuts his ass down. Yeah. It's basically like, shut up, Data. Yeah. It's like. He's over I understand. <laughs> Data, yeah, because so Data's researching and then he starts talking to himself and the computer's like, what was that command? And then he's like, oh, I'm just talking to myself. And then he's like explaining like why humans talk to themselves and the computer's like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good moment with Data and the computer. I want to see computer. more of this relationship yeah. happen. <laughs> um, Beverly uh, shows up for a sec. Mm. Uh, in this part and she said oh talk to walker like i would have loved to see him but picard says no i didn't no No, i didn't see him cold-hearted but then uh immediately they find walker's ship blown to bits yeah r.i.p walker yeah we hardly knew (laughs) you um (laughs) he tells Riker. Riker's not having it but then data shows up with yeah once the ship explodes or they or uh, Worf has to like analyze the debris and say this is probably the ship based on the amount of debris and then once that happens then Picard tells everybody what's going on right so well no first or tells right Riker. okay yeah yeah so uh, we can talk about that still later I, I I'm holding my grievances back a little bit okay but uh <laughs> data comes in with the cold hard facts this is what when they're like, okay. okay, we can we tell everyone. Because uh, he's like, yeah, that's where we find out about the subtle changes uh, mm-hmm. in the ranks. And they basically determine, like, oh, so is this some kind of, like, invasion attempt? Like, well. Or, or like, a coup. They're trying to take over specific territories. Yeah. But it's still, all outward appearances is that it's still the same people in charge. But actually, they're clearly moving. They're yeah. shifting things around to like have control over these specific like areas. Well, yeah, but I think they think that they're collaborating with maybe like a different, an outside force. I think. Okay. Because they yeah. do say the word invasion. Right, right, right. Okay. So, but yeah, they at this point they don't think it's little buggies. <laughs> um. So yeah, they, they're like, let's go back to Earth, and we're gonna tell everyone. So it's like, okay, they're going back to Earth. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't seen that in this show. So um, they meet up with some admirals. Are they are they in San Francisco? 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's like futuristic San Francisco. Yeah. So got the Golden Gate Bridge. Yep. So we've seen some land. We've seen the Eiffel Tower now. Yep. In the holodeck, at least. And we've seen the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. It's cool. They're still there, you know. (laughs) They could be replicas, though. Oh, yeah. How do we know? Yeah, I guess that who, who knows what the future any of that stuff will still I mean, be there. Who knows if we're living in a simulation right now? Um, they meet up with some admirals <laughs> who seem very tripped up by them coming back. Oh, yeah. Well, so first of all, this facility is so fancy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's really beautiful. Yeah, it's... Uh, Lots of good interiors. Yeah, some probably some some stuff that might make it onto the Instagram. Oh, definitely, definitely some interiors are going to make it onto the Instagram. Uh, And they, this is when they meet up for like tea, right? Or some kind of tea. It's like drinks though. They're going to have drinks and then dinner. And and that's where we meet uh, familiar faces again. So we've got Quinn and um, who's the... Oh, uh, Remick. Remick, that's right. Uh, Quinn wants to see the ship. And they were both together in the other episode when Remick was yeah. doing the investigation on behalf of Quinn. Right. So, like, we see them again. So, it's they've like, been kind of working on this. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. Familiar faces. Right. Uh, Everyone's still mad at Remick. Really? I feel like they still are not into him. There is a moment when he walks in where you're like, oh, shoot, it's Remick. Yeah. Yeah, he's got but that's just, you know, he never really, I just feel like he doesn't deserve it. Well, he's not even a character in this episode, on actually. True, so. it's like the shell of Remick. That's, that gets to the one of the cores of my problem a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Uh, so Quinn wants to but like. He, he has a memory. Does he? He remembers, he says something to Picard, like, we're meeting under better circumstances this time, or, like, something, he mentions their past meeting. Yeah, but that's stuff they would be able to know, or figure out. Okay. There's, like... It was, like, vague enough? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they know they met, and he investigated him. Like, that's probably logged somewhere. Okay. I think. Like, there was never anything too personal, I felt like, you know? Um, but they think he thinks Quinn is okay because he wants to like, he's like, we need to talk alone. So he's thinking, oh, Quinn's on our side. Mm-hmm. At um, least initially. Until when they talk we see to Quinn more. He's like trying a little too hard. Well, then right away we see a bug in a case with Quinn and we're like, right. Oh, okay. He checks on. He's like, I put that bug in this case, right? He's like checking your. That's like when you're looking for your keys in your phone. Yeah, he, he like opens it up and looks at it, and ominous music and yeah. shuts it. It's like so just for us. Oh yeah, you know? I like it's a cute little carrying case. He, I like the idea of what you're saying, where it's like he did like one. I got my check. phone. Yeah, got my keys. I got my phaser. I got my parasite. <laughs> I'm good to go. In All right, my, I'm ready to transport. My special bug case. So he goes up. He's obviously acting goofy. He is overly enthusiastic. Oh, yeah. He can't make it to dinner. So instead, he wants to check out the Enterprise. Yeah. He's like, he's talking about, Picard asks him, like, what about what you're asking me about last time? Yeah. He's like, didn't you say there was some, like, conspiracy he's or like, something? He's like, dude, what's up with that conspiracy? 
And he's like, no, 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 no. I was just saying, like... Trying to, like, integrate new species. <laughs> it's like, okay, dude. I get where... I get what's happening at this point. I'm yeah. like... It's not even... He's not even, like, subtle <laughs> about it. It's no. like... Red flag. This is when he's trying way too hard. He's being overly energetic. And and because they're like, the last time we saw you, you said you were like kind of tired and burnt out. And he's like, I've never felt better in my life. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay, dude. I, I, I liked it, but it was like, no one's falling for this plan. Yes. Uh, Picard knows it's not him. He tells Riker to come up with some kind of like medical exam reason yeah and Riker's like he he's, he's like he's like all right you gotta get a crusher to do a full medical exam and Riker's like how am i supposed to do that Picard's like figure it out bye it, which is totally i was like i felt like Riker in that moment i'm like i always have stuff come up at work where i'm just like how am i uh how am i supposed to do this yeah how am i supposed to ask this person for that when you're dealing with people who are like higher up than you and no one will t- no one can tell you yeah you have to like make them do something but you're like i have no power over this person how am i <laughs> supposed to make them do yep, something yep, yeah yeah exactly use the bureaucracy the relatable moment there yeah um but he's he's into getting the examination because he wants to infect uh crusher yeah the insect is for crusher so he's like, Riker, come on in here. I got to show you this new uh, superior form of life. Yeah. Like, yeah, no subtlety here, obviously. Like, I feel like at this point with the plan, he's like, they're like way too overconfident, maybe. Because like, they've so he's Well, they've too- already infected all these other people. Yeah, because they're just like, come on here, check out this bug. But he's not even trying to get the bug into Riker, though, right? He just wants to beat up Riker. Um, because when Riker shows up pretending well, to be infected, they're like, "What are you doing here?" Oh, that was meant for the it was doctor. Meant for the doctor. Well, yeah, but he's also like, he's also he like, him in. it likes you, and he like yeah. attacks Riker, and we get this <laughs> amazing fight scene. So good, Riker fighting a grandpa, <laughs> getting beat up. He's like throwing. These hilarious kicks and like, like being thrown around. Wait, is this like sweet chin music? Yeah. It's like a weird kick to the face. Except it's not like a roundhouse kick. He's forward facing though. Yeah, and, and then he just kicks him. Like, how did he shoot his foot up that high? Kayla said it looked like one of the things. I don't think this is actually it, but where like they had a fake leg just come from <laughs> below. <laughs> I think you see the full leg, but. Oh, and there's when they first start fighting, you can clearly see that it's a stunt guy yeah, and yeah. not Riker. It's just a different person. The physic this was like this is again like, oh yeah, Star Trek is a play. You know, like remember the like fighting is ridiculous. In the last episode, it was so dramatic when it was just data diving over like a box. <laughs> you know? I loved it, but it was it was so ridiculous, but I loved it just because yeah. I the episode is just like from wall to wall, like exciting. Yeah. Whether or not it's always good or bad, it was like so fun to watch. Yes. And this was like the height, well, one of the like peaks for me. Well, and then the fight scene builds because then, because before, uh, before his ass is totally beat, he calls for help. Yep. 
And so Jordy and Worf come, and then they get their asses beat. Well, first Jordy gets laid out, he gets and Worf gets knocked down. Door. And there's this amazing moment where he like says some line about Klingons to Worf, and Worf's like slowly standing up to the music, <laughs> and like her, and you're like, Worf. <laughs> he's like, he's gonna do it, he's and powering then powering up. Then he gets laid out. Oh yeah, I loved it. That that moment of like where. It it, it did obviously didn't have like a satisfying outcome for Worf or right. like what you want Worf to do, but it was like, oh, it's going off. Like you <laughs> knocked out two of his friends. Like Worf is like hulking up. He finally gets to fight. It's his moment, but then he gets laid out immediately. But then the true like, I felt like satisfying like ending of the fight scene was just Beverly showing up. And phasering the crap out of him. Because <laughs> then the woman shows up and, like, she brought a weapon. Uh, Everyone yeah. else is just trying to fight with their hands. And she's just, like, phaser. She went to the phaser room or the weapons yeah. room that we yeah. saw. I was, like, at that moment, I was, like, yes. <laughs> I was, like, fist pumped. Like, Yeah, that was a good end to that scene. So, like, I loved that scene because it was so silly. Yeah. But also amazing and triumphant at the same time yes it was like what I, what i kind of like about star star trek sometimes where it's like it was a good like build up <laughs> and then like kind of like a funny like resolution i thought the resolution was the the least funny part not like funny but like the she didn't even try like everyone's trying to fight him and then she just like funny. shows up yeah. and like easily defeats him she's like yeah just phase her she's up. like all right we're done with this then that's also where we we find out that it's quinn's real body and he's just got like this little buggy coming out of his neck or whatever right, right? um which you'd think okay no one's seen that? No one's noticed that? Like, Walker didn't notice that on his staff members? Like, did they all start wearing scarves or something? <laughs> How did he not see a tail sticking uh, out of their neck? That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, well, they, they had to make it... They made it seem like, you know, Beverly was like, oh, you know, like, mm-hmm. can't believe I saw this. Maybe it's just below... Uh, it would have re- been better if it was someone with longer hair... They or only they went collars. after long hairs, and that was, like, how they figure it out. Yeah, no, they <laughs> would all need collars, but that's not the uniform vibe. That's not that fashion. Right. There's probably some Yeah, a little bit of a loophole that, like, they didn't notice. Yeah. That, I was willing to just, like, suspend my disbelief for right. them, and I was like, ah, oh, whatever, you yeah. know? But I did, that thought had occurred. Maybe for they sure. always stand facing forward. Yeah, they're just like constantly like doing them. one of these. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, Picard goes down. They do this. It's tense because it's like, who of these admirals is really who, you know, who they oh, yeah, say. For now. tea and dinner. Yeah, and then they toast to the Horatio. R.I.P. Uh, no one seems that upset about it, though. As usual, they're not that upset about a bunch of dead people. They, they had this line that was like, they were like, you know the interesting thing about conspiracies? Uh, and they were like, they were just like musing on the concept of conspiracies. And they're like, okay. They're like, often when, when people do suspect it, it's not there. But when it is, you never notice. And I was right. like, hey, okay, whatever. It's like, like 
Yeah, but we know that it's there. It's, it's literally the name of this episode. It felt like, yeah, they're being cute, but it was, I don't know. I was just like, don't be cute. I, my, in my notes, I wrote, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and- also, they're, <laughs> okay, so he's hanging out with all these old generals and they're just, uh, they're talking about how quiet it is. And I was like, literally, these guys are so boring. All the men in charge, they can't talk about the weather because they're just like they're in this like huge facility or they're on spaceships or whatever. So they're literally just talking about how quiet it is on the ship. Yeah. Well, they're like chit chat. Well, isn't it isn't it like because normally it's just you wouldn't notice like they wouldn't normally comment on that. But it's like everyone's like freaked out. Everyone's freaked out. They're trying to make small talk. And I think Picard's even like, isn't it usually like busier around here? Yeah. Like no one else is around, maybe intentionally. Yeah. It's like, has everyone been bugged? But yeah, this seems like the worst like dinner and drink situation. It's Yeah, it's terrible. You're just like, when can I leave? Picard, you know, tells Crusher, uh, he talks to her privately before going to dinner. That's when he tells him about the parasite. It takes over oh, your right, mind. Right. Like Picard gets filled in on the whole situation. Yeah. Uh, it can't be removed without killing right. the person. Oh, because we see um, once they do the scan of Quinn, we see it like attached to like his spine in the back of his neck. Yeah. So she's just like, set your phaser to kill. Yeah. Because it- stun has no effect on them. Yeah. Kill like, oh, you can friends. knock him out, kind of, after, like, a million, f- you know, she had to phaser right. him how many times? She's like, yeah, just get ready to They kill. only kind of accidentally resolve it. They don't even know that they need to kill the mother bug. They just kind of end up doing it. Yeah. And then, it, and then all the little baby bugs also die. So that's how Quinn is still alive. Yeah. I feel like they, so I was thinking about that, too. Um, well, we'll we'll talk about that. Too. Okay, we'll get there. Riker's up. This is like yeah. a tease. Like, oh, Riker's got the bug. He's yeah, like, yeah. Because oh, because he shows up and also puts his hand on Beverly's shoulder and like startles her. Yeah, and, and then, then it's it like cut. cut. Yeah, so You're you don't like, know if he's Ooh. evil. Um, I, which I thought this part that aspect was done pretty well for what it was. Um, yeah. So then it's dinner time and it's just worms. <laughs> It's a maggot dinner party. This was so in, like this was like like earlier with the fight. It was just another one like this is so nuts for like it's what amazing. I expect from us. This is the worst dinner party. But also Picard is a really rude guest because he just he pushes his food away and like just gets up from the table. Bad manners. This was such- He didn't eat his maggots. It was this is horrifying. He didn't even try it. I, yeah, they did try to encourage him. They're like, eat, <laughs> eat up. But yeah, we were just watching these admirals like scarf down with their fingers like these worms. Yeah, I was kind of like this. was. It felt like, wow, do they made they made like. I, I kind of appreciate this love episode in a different way because I was like, yeah, they just made they made like a horror episode. They just like went they even for got it. Michael Berryman in the episode. Right. You know? I was like, okay, okay, sure. 
Right then, Riker shows up and he's like, "You're not going anywhere to Picard." So we're yeah. we're led to believe he's been bugged. He's about to eat the maggots. Captain Scott shows up. Yeah, that's how we find out what happened. How the Horatio was infiltrated. It's like right, she was right. in on it the whole time. Right. There's nothing they could have done. Um, and they even say like they're questioning why Riker's there. Because it was meant for the doctor. Oh, But yeah. then they're kind of like, she'll join us soon enough. Yeah, he was like... He says that uh, Riker interrupted... So they had to... Yeah. Think on their feet, basically. Uh, and then they tell Picard, like, oh, yeah, the, the bugs, we came from some other part of the galaxy, and we're here to slowly take over the Federation. Right. I was like, okay, you know, okay. Uh... <laughs> So then we find out, out Riker was faking it. And, yes. And they like. Right before he eats the maggots, he pulls out his phaser and starts <laughs> shooting moment. everyone. He lights them all up uh, and they end up chasing down or like they end up in a room with Remick. Right. And the, this was. Oh, what, they're following one of the bugs. OK, so oh, yeah, the yeah. woman gets like knocked out. And then once she's like unconscious, I guess her her little bug crawls out of her mouth. And so they're like following it. And it goes into this room where Remick is sitting in. Did you recognize the chair he was sitting in? No. It's adapted from your boy Jameson's. Oh, really? Wheelchair. So they wow, like modified okay. it. And so. He's like doing he's doing some cool like minority report stuff like he's got a that huge computer cool. screen in front of him. He's like moving stuff around with his hands. Yeah, I like the like design of this room or like that yeah. board. It looked pretty neat. Yeah. Um, But th- this was what I was like, don't look at the thumbnail for this part because. Oh, yeah. This is clearly like where they put some their shit's about to go down. Like the, they put their focus in this. Right. right? So his neck. Well, so first the bug like crawls up towards oh, him yeah, uh, and they like warn him at first. Riker goes to shoot it, but then Picard notices that Remick isn't reacting. So he's like, wait. The bu- and the bug, the bug I thought looked kind of cool. It looked like it maybe it was like stop motion. It did look like, yeah, it was like kind of weird stop motion animation. Yeah, I liked it actually. Or not animation, but like that kind of filming style. It's very jerky. Yeah. So that was cool. But he mm-hmm. crawls into his mouth. He just opens his mouth and lets it crawl in. So gross. And then, yeah, his neck starts pulsing. He swallows it with no glass of water or anything. No water, yeah. Dry, just a Hardcore. dry Hardcore. And, yeah, his neck starts, like, bulging as it attaches to his neck, I guess. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah, it's, like, gross. He looks like it's, like, a frog. Yeah. Look almost. And so their first response is to just... For some, like, this was, okay, so this is what I was thinking was, Beverly told them, set phasers to kill. Right. So I was like, okay, I get, like, because basically, like, yeah, there's nothing else we can do. Yeah. But then Riker comes in to save the day, and he just stuns, like, I think that was all stun blasts on everyone. Right? Like, the, they were phasering. I think they were killing them, because I think that's why, um... That's why the bug crawled out of that woman once she was knocked out, because I think she was just dead then. Oh, okay. Okay, maybe that okay, maybe that makes a little bit more sense. I was I con- think it's because the phasers do a ton of physical damage to Remick, but not to the other people. So it does seem like they're just getting knocked out. Yes, because they 
they they then phaser his head and it is right off of his body. <laughs> it's like so violent. I think I read yeah. that this was like banned in certain In like places. the UK, I think it because was banned, yeah. His skin goes off and it's just you see a skull for a split second and it explodes. It kind of have you ever seen um like the first like Hellraiser? Yeah. It reminds me of that. It's like disgusting, kind of like 80s sci-fi guts and ribs and like the the like mother bug is in his chest. Yeah, so his chest like opens up like light is coming out of it. Yeah, his body's completely destroyed. I actually like I love this part of it just because it was so bonkers and like it's so I love it even though I felt like it was so like not the tone of next gen, you know? Right. I don't think I loved it for being and like great or I, I think know. they even won like an Emmy or something for this episode for really? the special Probably effects. Like special yeah, that yeah. makes sense. It was so disgusting. It looks really cool and it's that it's just that like classic, disgusting sci fi, like dark X Files, like yeah. the grittier kind side of sci fi rather than sometimes it's kinda like goofy. Yeah. It's like super dark. Well, it was goofy at times too. Right. But not that, not that. Because the part. technology is not great. Yeah. But it was cool. And yeah. It was gross. Um, R.I.P. Remick. So, yeah, they, like, by murdering the head bug, like, yeah. the. The other ones die. They die. But they didn't know that that would happen because otherwise they could have just. Who do you think has like the mother bug? And then they could have just killed that person and say because then it's kind of like, oh, I guess you didn't need to kill everyone else. Yeah, that's that's why I was like a little confused, but I think I get understand. They just didn't know. They didn't know what was going on, I think. But it was kind of unexplained. Yeah. But then we get this like creepy ending of like, oh, maybe they're still out there. So Remick, what he had been doing before they walked in was sending like a homing beacon like out into space for everyone to come to earth mm -hmm. and so yeah the episode ends not on a positive note but they're just like well who knows if like his message like reached anyone they thought it was cool that also they didn't have to end it this time on a gag or whatever they didn't also very like very x-files ending yeah this episode felt out of place almost it's it's a lot i think it's like it's like darker sci-fi that I think you wouldn't necessarily see on TV at this time. Yeah. So I think like more in like what the late 90s. Yeah. Like there were shows like that. Yeah. It, or like around this time. Okay. Because I think there was like and we're talking about a time when like we weren't really what like this is still a little bit before our time. Uh -huh. but if you watch old movies, I think there's a lot of movies that were this dark, but I don't think there was necessarily a lot of TV shows until later. Okay. Probably, yeah. Like, I, when I think of stuff from the 80s, I don't can't think of anything that's not just, like, you know, some episodic, like, fun right. time. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah. It, so, yeah, it felt... I was, like, kind of conflicted about just that tone, because it, it did feel out of place from every other episode in this season we've seen. We're at the end of the season, right. basically. But yet I kind of love that. Because I think for me... That's more of the sci-fi that I like. Yeah. Like okay. the general Star Trek vibe isn't necessarily the like I'm not super into sci-fi. Yeah. 
And so if I am into something, I like something a little darker, but usually like, and I think especially Gene Roddenberry, he didn't want anything to be dark. Yeah. So everything's like pretty light or like they're making a larger point, but it's not, it's not as dark as it could be. Or I guess this episode was originally supposed to be like the Iran Contra conflict, Uh but he thought that was too dark. Yeah. And that's why it had to be aliens instead of just an, a conspiracy like within Starfleet because he didn't. He was like, they would never do that. Yeah. So it's like a little bit wholesome generally. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what I've been saving right. too is like that's kind of my what was kind of my sort of issue with it. Not that like I didn't like what they did with like the premise of like a horror episode because mm-hmm. you really don't see that much in Star Trek. Right. And I do like I like the idea of it like them exploring different genres within the show right but it reminded me a little bit of your disappointment with the big goodbye okay of where the episode starts with the idea of what's this conspiracy going on who should we trust can we even tell the crew but then it was mm-hmm. instead they slowly like a lot of the other episodes just kind of slowly figure it out they slowly just tell the rest of the crew and there was never actually any conspiracy or like people making tough choices. It was more of like, oh, there's some like outside invaders. Someone's infiltrating our organization. Yeah, which ended up being an enjoyable in its own way. But if I did read that, like, okay, Brian Bear was like, no, Starfleet would never have any political right. issues, and that just seems because they're silly like the perfect me. government. Yeah, yeah, it's like. It's like there's still always going to be assholes in the world who like, right? You know, like people can, are corruptible. We can make systems that are better for people than, you know, pre, you know, other systems or whatever. But that doesn't mean there aren't going to be people who try to exploit it. And or it doesn't have to be perfect to be in contrast with other worlds and other like governments. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. I felt like it would have been cool to, especially because it did have this like we brought back characters we've seen before and been and were introduced to like Picard's old friends and we're talking about friendship and loyalty and it's mm-hmm. like, but that's not really a theme that's actually explored. Right, they're not really betrayed by anybody. Those people are just infected and they're not themselves. Yeah. So there's no, I I see what you're saying. There's no true conspiracy. Yeah. Because nobody's making a conscious decision. Yeah. So then when it comes down to it, there's never it. This episode then just becomes the good guys got to beat the bad guys mm-hmm. instead of like anyone really making a meaningful like decision or like choice that will impact their character or whatever, you know? It's like they just did what you could have hoped to have done in the situation, you know? They have to make choices about whether or not to trust these other Starfleet officers. Yeah. Like, Picard goes down there without a weapon because he's like, why would I be armed? Like, when Beverly tells him, like, hey, don't trust these people, he's like, well, I don't have a weapon. Why would I be armed if I'm just going to Starfleet? Uh Uh-huh. So they are yeah. kind of like having to make deci- like smaller yeah. decisions. None of them, I feel no like... No one has a moral decision yeah, necessarily. Yeah, that's what I mean, is no one ever has to make like a ideological... Like, it would. Right. I could see it being interesting if like Picard actually had to decide like, do I... 
go with my friend or do I go with what I believe in? Instead, it's like... Or if someone was, like, enabling, like, facilitating this, like, these parasites in some way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's only after they've been, like, taken over. Yeah. So instead, it just becomes kind of a... uh, It's fine. It's just a different thing. But it's, like, a more Mm -hmm. of a classic horror, like, you know... Invasion. Foreign invader. Or, which is kind of built on, I guess, some sketchy fears that people have about, yeah. especially in this time, is like the Cold War and stuff. But I think it just, in the way that we've seen, like the next generation always does, is that it like holds back. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was He's, like really constrictive and like doesn't let them really explore things because he's like overly protective of. Yeah, there can't be, like, issues, it seems. It it even seems the same as, like, people who are, like, like, we must all worship the founding fathers. They were infallible and, like, whatever they wrote, whatever they said is perfect and we should Uh never change it in any way. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, but no, they were just people like anyone else. They were writing from their perspective. So, sure, like, they have a lot of, like, valuable things to say, but it doesn't mean... We just have to blindly yeah. like follow, yeah. Yeah, it goes back to a couple episodes ago. I was I was like whining about uh, symbiosis and like Picard and like that episode just being like, well, the right thing to do is the Prime Directive instead of it being mm-hmm. like. Uh, it, I mean, obviously Picard states that that's the right thing to do, so he believes that it's the right thing to do. But it almost was him like speaking as the voice of the, the show piece of like yeah. starfleet what i like about star trek is when it is like presents contrasting ideas right which it does it does even under the framework of like here's this utopian right. crew that never argues they usually do it with a different civilization so if it were actually a conspiracy that had some kind of point of view uh-huh. like well we disagree with how Starfleet is running things. Yeah. So if people were actually flipping and like trying to take over certain areas or planning a coup or something, uh huh. They, they, that would have been more. Yeah. Like what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, kind of like, yeah. I think they do that kind of stuff in next gen even still, but it's usually, sometimes it's the way, like, through Starfleet, but a lot of times it'll be like, Let's deal that with, but like with the Klingons, like they can have this problem and we're like mm-hmm. along for the ride, but it's rare, at least at this point where it's like, they're willing to say like Starfleet would have problems, you know? Right. But well, I think we'll get some. Yeah. That being I mean, said, I didn't have, I didn't really have an issue with, uh-huh. I like, just felt that they like, thought that they couldn't trust people, but then it turned out that they were like infected. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it, to me, it was like, it was exciting the whole time, actually. But then, you know, it was really not until, like, the, the very, very end, even after, like, it was it was not until, like, after it was over, really, where I thought about it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Because the whole time I was like, first it's, like, tense in the beginning. And then in the middle, there's, like, stuff like the fight scene 
was so entertaining. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, you had the worm grub eating, and you had like the exploding head and body. So like, yeah, the whole time I was like thoroughly entertained. I was just, I feel like I was like, yeah, it was just like, oh, it was just a little bit of a letdown because it wasn't. It w- but they still lost a ton of their like top people. Mm-hmm. Like all those people are dead. That ship blew up. Yeah. Like there were actual consequences and that's true. And they were at risk because this spread to the highest levels of their organization before they knew it was going on. And it took someone like data, like at the climax of this whole, like, right there, like all these other people have already been taken over these top people. They're just trying to make their way to like the enterprise and the Enterprise is like a super advanced ship, mm-hmm. so it would be a good thing for them to like get. But then it takes data to really like uncover what's been going on. So Starfleet could have like been completely corrupted. I lo- I loved what you said about like oh yeah, data is like low key like the most important person in this episode. He solved it. <laughs> they they had been investigating it right. for like who knows how much time has passed. They do all this investigation and they didn't really figure anything out. They're like, we think there's a conspiracy. Yeah. Like, that's the best they've come up with. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I still thought it was a good episode. I think I was just like, I wanted to see, I I just want to see that genre explore. But to be fair, I don't, I think we do get stuff like that later. And I don't think we get as much like horror later. Right. You know. Maybe that's cool. It's it feels like this episode feels like whoever was in charge of this one like got away with something that they weren't supposed to, even though they couldn't mm-hmm. do the whole the Iran Contra thing. It felt like they that like well, and they're coming up to like the season finale. It did feel like a good like yeah. It felt like a good ramping up of the of the. I think this episode might actually be more intense than the finale too and they like killed people off like none of our main characters but characters that we've seen before not just people that they Mm -hmm. just introduce them and then immediately kill them off yeah so there's like still like high stakes yeah like you said i i you mentioned those returning characters was like i would have liked to actually have seen like those characters return you know instead it was just i did like that it was like it is kind of rewarding though that it's like we watched that episode and now we've watched this episode. So we we're slightly informed by it, but I would have liked to see, you know, Remick again as a character instead of just like, yeah, but bag. I, I like that. We already, we kind of unnecessarily knew them previously. And then it's like, this is what's uh-huh. happened behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, while they were investigating, they just got, like, swept up into it. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe that's not even, like... Yeah, maybe it's not even, like, a flaw. It's just, like, I, I was so, like, into that moment in Coming of Age where Remick was, like, kind of had a face turn at the end. Right. That was, like, I want to see some of his adventures, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'd love to see, like, a Remick... Like, I, w- I would love to see, like, an episode that just, like, filled in the gaps between the last episode and that one. Like, what he's been doing. That yeah. would have to be, like, a comic I would like, totally read that, or something. Though, yeah. I don't... Th- it can't be the episodes, because he's not, like, a he's main not, character. Yeah. Yeah. So it would have to be, like, an 
a separate like backstory. Uh huh. I would have just loved to get something else from him after that moment, but that that's not necessarily a flaw. Just like you know, it's just another thing that I I wish I had. Right. They like <laughs> it's like another way that they kind of like hold back. Mm-hmm. But still a good episode. So yeah, that was just yeah. You're kind of mad at this episode. We didn't. E- I guess we didn't even talk about. Would you? Would you get bugged? <laughs> I guess I don't know what their end goal was. So when you get bugged, you are stronger, but it doesn't seem like you're yourself <laughs> anymore. Yeah. So there's no point because it doesn't really benefit you. You're completely take. So are you? Oh, is this kind of like get out vibes of like you're like what happens to the people? Are they just totally gone or are they in some like upside down other existence? Oh, yeah. Like, can they still see what's happening, but they're no longer in control? Yeah, they didn't explore that, did they? No. Because they just killed all those people. But then uh, Quinn, he was still alive. So his bug just died and he went back to normal. So I really was like, wait, can you like ask him what it was like when he was under the control of that bug? Yeah. Were they all connected somehow? How did they communicate? I don't even know if we see Quinn again. No, probably not. That would have been a better ending, actually, than the beacon thing is just like Quinn talking about it for like a minute, you know? Right. Well, now that you said get out, uh, I'm thinking about us as like, those are almost the opposite of this, where instead of like this outside invasion, it's like, it's about like the system is like the problem. Right. Anyway. They were able to replace people within the system. Yeah. Which is like, that's more terrifying to me. Right. They look the same. They kind of act the same, but you can just tell that someone's different. Yeah. That feels very true to me. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't get bugged. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to join them? No. I it, Maybe if I knew what their end goal was, but I don't think I want... I definitely don't want a bug. I don't want a mother bug in my stomach. I don't want my neck to pulsate and to have something attached to my spine. I mean, you do have super strength. I don't think I want to eat maggots. They seem to enjoy it, though. Yeah, they were pretty into it. Yeah, the end goal is like it doesn't feel like there is a like interesting end goal other than just like take over the universe or whatever. You know? Yeah, they didn't have some kind of bigger or if they had tried to like recruit them or something. Yeah, they just said like we're superior. They did say that. Right. I don't know. They don't mind being kept in briefcases. That's true. They're like, you know, what a greater good. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing that was too. Yeah. Nothing that was like I would join them. Uh, we didn't know enough of their plans. Yeah. That was more. And yeah, there was no one side to take. Like I said, so it's not like would you. You know, it's like, you know. No right. Pl- like if they had talked somebody into willingly getting bugged. Maybe that could have been interesting. Yeah. Or R- Remick. Remick. Yeah, because they're like, you want, like, do you want to be more powerful? Yeah. He's kind of a secondary kind of guy. Yeah. And they wouldn't give him a a job on the Enterprise. Yeah. Well, he never never asked. (laughs) He just said, I'd like to someday. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, how about, I wouldn't say there was like 
the inspiration on the there are so many moments though in this episode not yeah not necessarily an inspirational speech (laughs) so many good Uh, moments though not a lot of like horniness we got like a kind of a dirty joke and then talking about like a moonlight swim yeah that was cool i like the little beginning part it was totally totally opposite of what was happening so right good switch uh, I loved all the data stuff, mm-hmm. the fight scene. Good data up. And yeah. then like the gore in the end was just so... The disgusting gore. It was just so shocking for yeah. what it was that I was like... Yeah, that it was banned in some places or it would have like a content warning before they would air the episode. You just so don't expect that from Star Trek. Right. Um. Yeah, so all that. Okay, so we've already basically talked about what we feel about it, but like what... Yeah. What would you rate this episode? I'm going to give this episode a four star rating. Wow. Four stars. It won an award. It did. So did Haven. True. For the, I think for the hair, right? <laughs> Just for the they hair. They had better. I th- yeah, I think it was like best like costume and hairstyle or something. Okay. I think the hairstyles in that were better than. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going into this. Like, like I said, first, the di- actually, that whole, all that stuff I was like whining about, I think I was maybe noticing more the second time I watched. Okay. Because it was like the reveal had been You're gone. You're like focusing on it. Yeah. But you, I think usually what's, what's cool about the conspiracy type things is like you can rewatch them and you're like, oh, this character's motivation was actually this in this scene. But that, right. that really was You can rewatch it in a different way, knowing the outcome. But that's not what this episode was. So I, I wasn't instead I was just thinking too much about like, well, I guess uh the one captain, she was like bugged at, when they met up, but otherwise I didn't really I don't think they were bugged initially. The You think she was bugged the whole time? Yeah, I think that's how they knew that he was down there talking to Picard and then his ship blew up. It's cause she like added him out or something or she blew his ship up i i think she was involved with that but but regardless it was instead i was just like i was in i i I was enjoying it a little less my second time but then like because of that but after having kind of talked about it i feel more positive (laughs) about it yeah so actually i would i'll give this solid three okay as opposed to a two which is like in my your initial feeling my initial well my first feeling was like wow that was wild second viewing was like okay okay oh this wasn't what i thought it was and then it's all it's all cl- settled and i'm like oh that was a good episode to me it's just like it's dark sci-fi and they actually went for it yeah <laughs> they really went all they really out went it. for it not in the way of like, you know, like, oh, it's film noir, but it's not really a mystery at all. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, no, it's actually like dark sci-fi. And yeah. that's just more of the kind of sci-fi that I like that I probably won't ever see again in this series. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it might touch there sometime, but there, I'm, I can think of some gross monsters. But yeah, usually yeah. there's heavy stuff, but that's not dark. like it's not dark. Right, right, right. But yeah, um. Yeah, I, I, I give it three because I do I do feel like it is it maybe this is more from reading about it, but it does feel like it's holding back a little bit 
Yeah. But not on not on the like violence front or whatever. No. I uh, and yeah. So it's like there could have been like there could have been more corruption. It could have actually been a conspiracy and not such like a conspiracy theory that was true. Yeah. Even if it was just like one guy or something, that would have been interesting. Yeah, like a low level like Rem- they talked they talked Remick into like spreading this throughout Yeah. Like all the commanders or something. Like that would have been cool. Yeah. But overall it's like a fun like it's dark but it's fun at the same time like Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's got all the good qualities of like a good sci-fi horror vibe you know yeah yeah so yeah i'm i'm for it too this is like our second to last episode right yeah so what's the next episode the next episode is called it's the season finale yep it's called the neutral zone the neutral zone. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Well, so they're going to be there's going to be a problem in some kind of neutral zone. <laughs> the neutral zone is they we've talked about it before. There's been Oh, something else happened there, right? Yeah, and or a lot of times it's like, oh, there's like there's different. It's basically like a demilitarized zone between Starfleet, like space no man's land, and other. Yeah, there's gonna be some kind of conflict, yeah. like some kind of big. I mean, I feel like there has to be like some kind of big blow up fight. Yeah. To end the season. Yeah, I think there will be something that will totally surprise you about it. That's like kind of about the whole premise of the episode. It's kind of funny, but I think. Okay. But yeah, I think there's some element to that too. So. All right. All right. Well, season finale. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Your biological and technological distinctiveness will be added to our own. Our music was recorded by Paul. You can follow him on Facebook and Instagram at WeAreBringers. You can follow Gooey on Twitter at GooeyFame and follow me on Instagram at HealMary. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail at ExistenceIsFutilePod and follow us on Twitter at EIFPod. If you liked this episode, please remember to leave us a rating and review. For Gooey Fame, I'm Heal Mary. And remember, something is beginning. Don't trust anyone.